Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. Hey there, it's Casey here for the How to Trade It podcast. And today we're going to be studying Mark Minervini and his U.S. championship victory for the Stock Market Trading Championship. Uh, Mark, last year, Mr. Minervini, had a 330% return on investment, and he was in the 1 million account division, uh, and so he increased his 1 million, and I don't know exactly what his account balance was, but it was over a million. Uh, He increased it by 338%, so he had a remarkable year. And I want to thank Richard Moglin, who produced uh, these trades that Mark took, He produced them and and put them out on Twitter, so anyone who is participating could, or following him on Twitter, could study these. And so I thought it would be a great idea to go through and look at all of Mark's trades over the course of the year and just give my feedback on them and share what I'm thinking. And if Mark could do it last year, let's you and I commit to doing it this year. So let's go ahead and get started. So the first, the first trade that he produced was, um, ANF, the symbol ANF. And the first thing I noticed about it is that it's pretty solid setup, uh, very similar to the calm cash strategy that we trade. I know that Mark was heavily influenced by Bill O'Neill uh, who I've also been heavily influenced by, and he influenced our strategy quite a bit. Also, I've been influenced by Mark Minervini as I've read his books and have been following him on Twitter uh, for quite some time and have used his training uh, to help me in my trading, and it's been very helpful. So the first one is ANF, and if we look at that, he took the trade on January 4th, uh, 2021, right at the very start of the year. And the thing that I really notice about it is it's a strong stock. It's above the 50 and it's above the 200. And so when you're trading, you really want to look at moving averages. You want to see if you're trending up. So you want to find something that's above the 200 and above the 50. It's moving up, which in this case, it definitely is. And uh, his entry was it was trading in a consolidation mode. So the first thing we have is it's above the 200 period moving average. We have it bouncing off of the 50 and it was in consolidation. So the actual trade was going sideways in it was about a $20 entry. It was going about 20 in the $20 range for several days. And that is what you call consolidation. And I was watching a training uh, yesterday by Oliver Velez, and he was talking about looking for a tight market, 
before you take an entry. And and Mr. Minervini did that as well. So with the symbol ANF, he got a tight market, really good consolidation. And then his entry was on a bullish candle, right? It, a bullish candle as the price was breaking out of that tight consolidation. So I think that if we're looking for stocks this year to trade, and it doesn't have to be stocks, we could do this with currencies or cryptos, but we want to find something that is bullish. And so right now there's not too many bullish cryptos at all. I can't really find any. Uh, and so, well, there's a couple, but um, we want to be looking for something that's been bullish finding it then pulling back a little bit and then consolidating okay and one of the big things that uh, mr minervini has shared many times is that these stocks will make huge bull runs and they could go for a long period of time but when they finally break down they will uh, break down pretty heavy and he suggests that they'll break down anywhere between 50 to 80 percent and it and as I've been trading and learning, I found that to be very true. A 50 to 80% drawdown is very possible, right? A 50 to 80% drawdown is definitely possible. And we don't want to be holding that, right? We don't want to be holding that for an 80% drawdown because if you put $1,000 in, that means your $1,000 is now worth 200. That's not the way that we want to trade. And uh, so... There's always a great opportunity to have a really tight stop loss on this, and it's very important that we do so. And based off of these charts, I'm not sure when Mark Minervini got out of the trade. I don't know, but I'm looking at the chart, and I do see that it went up quite a bit uh, from his entry point. Uh, he got in in 21 about $22 in January of 21. And throughout the rest of the year, it actually peaked out at about $48, 47 in June. So in six months, it went to 47. So it more than doubled. So if you're trading and you put $1,000 in, you might have a $2 risk on it, which is pretty heavy. That's actually maybe, I mean, that's a pretty heavy risk because that would have been 20%. If you risked a thousand dollars, but in this case, you could have risked two hundred to make a thousand. That's a massive risk to reward ratio, and it's a great way to trade if you do that. So that was his first entry, and uh, I'm going to look at the next one here, which was GM. GM happened now, and that was on January 11. General Motors, and so the thing that I'm noticing about General Motors is this. Uh, Pretty much the exact same scenario that we were looking at as with A and F is that General Motors was above the 200 period moving average and it was above the 50 and it was had moved up really heavy uh, before that. So he was buying something that was not at all retraced. It was very strong. As a matter of fact, it had hit its all time high in November of 2020 and then it had pulled back for a couple months uh, from November, December to January before it made its big move. And so he found what I noticed is it's still above the 50 and he found a really nice consolidation pattern. It consolidates very nicely and then it had broken out. So he waited for the 
pattern to break out. And then when it broke out, he got into the trade and he waited for it to break. And then when it did, it just took off. It, it went from his entry about $43 uh, right all the way up to 56 really quick. So that's, again, that's a really nice return. You get in uh, around 40, get out at 56. That's $16. That's tremendous, a tremendous trade. And uh, I'm just going to keep going down the list here because he had some excellent trades, and they're just all really solid. So another thing that I uh, – just a key takeaway that I want to put here is that it must have been a lot of pressure for him because he's written a book. He's traded well. He's got a lot of responsibility, and people are looking at him. And so if, if he would have made a mistake – it would have been very uh, humbling to say the least. And so he did a great job of following his rules and just being consistent. So I want to give him a, a high commendation for that. And when we're looking at our trading, I want to say, hey, guys, gals, let's do what Mark is doing and be consistent and Get out of the trade when it starts to drop. Don't hold those losers. Get out. Because if you get take a $2 loss and a $10 win, mathematically, you're going to make money. And uh, the market right now is down. And so if I've been watching stuff on Twitter about people that are saying, I'm holding and it's going to be a huge reversal. Well, sometimes those reversals never happen. So we don't want to hold those losers. And that's a lesson for people that they need to take away from this is get rid of the losers, take the loss, just take the loss. Mathematically, if you take the loss and you lose $2 and you make $10, you lose two on a trade and you make 10 on a trade. If you do that over and over and over again, it's impossible to fail unless you lose a tremendous amount. I mean, your, your win rate has to be really low. Like if you win around 20%, you're going to make money if you lose two and make 10. You only need a 20% win rate. Uh, so be mindful of that. This is actually children's easy, right? I could actually show this to kids and say, hey, um, this is the rules. Can you follow it? And we could show this to little children and they would be able to follow it. But what happens is kids don't understand how money works. <laughs> they don't let money control them. So if you just tell them that it's a game and that they have to get in and get out, they'll just do it. They'll just play the game because they don't have these psychological hangups over losing $2. But us adults, we can't handle to take a $2 loser because we're going to be like, it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. I'm just, I know it. it's going to turn around. And then the next thing you know, 80% later, we're like, oh man, this stinks. We've been holding, holding, holding. You finally close it when there's a, you get a few dollars left of your trade. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And so uh, big congratulations to Mark on that. So with this, S, his next trade was STAA and it was Star Surgical. And he entered that one around $85 was his entry point, and it's brilliant, like all the others, above the 200 and moving average. It was trading sideways for about, 
I would say uh, a month. Wait, no, when was it trading? It was trading. He got in on January 11th. It was trading sideways for about a month from December 8th to January 11th. And it finally broke out of the top. And honestly, this is like so easy. I try to find these uh, Darwin, Darvis box trades. I, I did a book review on the book uh, by Nicholas Darvis. And he has the strategy, Darvis Box, buying things at 52-week highs. And that's exactly what this STAAR trade is. STAAA is the symbol. Exactly what it is. He just bought it right on the break of the 52-week high. It was brilliant. And after he broke, it went to 82. And the trade went back and retested a little bit. But then it took off and went right to 126. And so I don't know when he got out. um, But it was... A huge move uh, from 85 to 126. So again, if you put a $5 stop and he makes $50 on the trade, uh, well, this would have been like $30, but a $5 loss, a $25 winner. Again, you do that over and over again. You only need to win 20% of your trades to make money. But Mr. Minervini did much better than that. And I'm really seeing the uh, the sign of making his trades go sideways first. So far in every trade that he shared, that's what it's done. So let's use that above the 200 moving average, above the 50, and it's going sideways. Okay. And again, here's another one. Um, this one now that I want to look at is NNOX. NNOX. And this one did the same thing. And it went sideways. In, and he got in. Uh what was the date on it? It looks like this one was in March. He got in at March. Um, price was about fifty dollars $51. $51 is when he got in. Um, and it was going sideways, nano imaging going sideways. And then he it went up and he got in. And it went right back down. So this one wasn't a huge winner, but it went up to about $100. So <laughs> I say it went right back down, but it went from 50 He got in about $50, and then it went to just under 100 So that's a $40 move, and then it went right back down. So he I don't know what his profit on that was, but he could have potentially got about $40 a share on that trade. And what's interesting to note is that this particular trade was as soon as as soon as he got out the thing just tanked because right now it's trading for $13. And so he got in, it went up to 100 and then it tanked and uh, now it's really trading lower. So, uh some really good charts here. Uh let's take a look at uh, UAVS, which was another one that he traded, UAVS. And his date on that one, actually, I was wrong about NNOX. The date was January 20th. Um, UAVS, February 9th was his date on that. February 9th, UAVS, Ag Eagle Aerial Systems. And uh, I have just looked at this one as well. The exact same thing. This is the exact same thing. It's sideways. And you'll see here it's above the 50, above the 200, and it just basically looks like a Darvis box setup, to be honest. Um, 
it's just going sideways right at the top, right at the top. And I'm just pulling up the chart now. Let's take a look at it. So after he got out, let's see, he got in there. It was um, January, and it broke out of the top. He got in at oh, well, February 9th, and it he got in right as it was breaking out. And uh, that stock ended up going from his entry, which was about $12. It ended up going to about 17 So that one again... From from about twelve to seventeen, if it went from ten to twelve, that's or ten to seventeen, that's uh, almost doubling, right? So it was a really big move, and then again, this one just totally fell apart. It totally collapsed because right now it's trading for a dollar twelve. Okay, so just think about this. This is Mark Minervini, the trading champion. He traded something that is that he got in around twelve dollars, ten dollars. And now it's trading for a dollar twelve, and yet he made a huge profit on it. And so I bet this probably happens a lot, where he'll say, oh, "Yeah, I got in, right, and I made a lot of money." But then other people are like, "I took the trade, and I'm I lost everything." And it's because they didn't follow the rules; they didn't get out when it collapsed, because it collapsed about a month later, and it went from its highs of. $17 all the way down to a dollar. I mean, that is total destruction. Talk about a bear market. So let's not get in the habit of holding these losing trades and focus on getting you know, $2 losses and $10 winners because the market will give you those. And you can do it at a very good win percentage um, most of the time. And so I don't know if... These are the trades that were posted here. I should do a little more research. I would like to see if he had any losing trades because right here I'm just seeing winners. Maybe these are his winners. I would love to learn from his losers as well. But the next one we're going to look at is MP, which is Materials Corp, MP. And he entered MP on February 9th. And... Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. It's amazing. Uh, this is just absolutely amazing because when we look at all of these charts, they're all the same. He's literally only doing one thing. 
Mr. Minervini looks like he's a one-trick pony, okay? And so when you think that you have to know how to do reversals, you have to know how to do all of these different things, you don't. You just need to have one setup. And here's the thing. This is really powerful. I mean, I've... If you could maybe be taking notes as I'm sharing this, because there's a couple things that are really powerful, and you could go back. But here's the the big one that is amazing: is I'm just looking at this sheet here. This is a year, and I have the sheet, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 21, 22, 22 trades in a year. And there's a 333% return, 338% return. Please tell me what you think of that. Well, here's what I think. (laughs) You don't have to trade a lot. He traded twice a month to get a 330 eight percent return i don't know about you but a 338 percent return is awesome because most of us are losing 338 percent return on investment is absolutely phenomenal um i i mean i just can't stress that enough how amazing that is that is absolutely beautiful that's a beautiful trading it's absolutely beautiful with only 22 trades. That's less than two trades a month. That's less than two trades a month. Now, I had a pretty good return on investment last year too. I traded a little bit more than that, but not a lot. And this year I'm trying to go for one trade a week. So I'm looking at about 52 trades um, if I do one a week because there's 52 weeks in a year. But Mr. Minervini was doing about half of that even, or less than half of that. So he's really dialed it in about two trades a month, and uh, he, he did a great, a great return. So uh, let's look at a couple more. I've been going on and on here through them, uh, but they're just they're great trades. The next one I want to look at is G-Box. G-Box. I want to look at G-Box. And uh, he entered on G-Box on April 5th. And this one was a loser, it looks like. It looks like G-Box was a loser, which is great because I want to learn from his losers. Uh, G-Box was a loser. And uh, the setup was really nice looking because he got in and it was exactly the same as all of the other setups. It was going sideways, and then he made his entry around 1367, and it looks like he might have, I don't know where he got out, but it, it dropped right away to $10.27, uh, and so I'm, I don't know where he put his stop. If he put it below the 50, his stop might have been around $10, so he might have lost 2 or $3 a share on that. The most he probably lost was $3.67. So after making $40 a share, you know, finally taking a loser in April at 367, that's not bad. As a matter of fact, it's great because if the stock collapses, he's not in bad shape. 
right? He's not in bad shape. He's doing the right thing and following the rules. And it didn't hurt him because he still ended up making 337% at the end of the year. And I want to now take a look at his next trade, which was on April 6th, and that was Yeti. Yeti. And if we look at uh, the S&P 500, so he was in Yeti at uh, on April 6th, and the S&P 500 was actually doing really well at that time. And uh, most of the year, the S&P went up, but there was some some slow periods and sometimes when it went down. But it, my point is that the S&P didn't have to be going up in order to find these trades. Uh, he still could find trades moving up even when the market went down. But Yeti was going sideways for some time. The 50 period was going up and down, up and down, right in the middle. And he finally got in on a nice breakout. It broke above a high. So again, he's buying strength. He's not buying weakness. He's buying strength. He's It's above the 50, above the 200. And I just love the consistency. Absolutely love the consistency. And as soon as he got in, the market really took off. It rallied. And he got in at 71. And the market went pretty fast to $97. So it went a nice $27 a share. So if he had a, a stop loss of about $5, he just made 27 And uh, right now his win rate has been really good. I would like to go back and see what the total, um, the total uh, stats are. Another one that he did was an IPO, and that was Zim. And that was one I've been looking at recently. It's Integrated Shipping Services, Zim. I mean, as even right now, it looks like it was setting up for a pretty good trade. Um, but he got in on Zim on April 8th, and it didn't have a lot of history, but it was at an all-time high, and it was consolidating. It didn't have a 200-period moving average. There's no, I don't even know if there was a 50-period because it was so new. It IPO'd in February or January 28th, and he got in the trade. So it was a new trade, but it was making stair steps. It was making a new high, and then he got in when it made another new high. And that was about $26. And then from there, it went immediately to $46. So it went up $20. So if he, again, if he would, and then finally the 50 period moving average kicked in. So a tight stop loss and a really big winner. And so I hope that you guys are getting a theme here, right? I've been saying the same thing over and over again. And what I'm going to be really interested in is what's going to happen now because this year the market's been down. And how are we going to find trades like this? Well, we've actually found some great trades in a bear market. The market's been going sideways, been going down, but we found some great trades. They're, they're harder to find because there's not as many of them. But there are still traders out there looking to follow the trends. They're looking to follow the trends. But the main takeaway here is buy strength, follow the trend, and don't hold losers. You, we really want to think about something. These trends don't last forever. And when they fail, they fail big, right? And so we want to be watching to make sure that we're managing our risk and we're not allowing ourselves to uh, take these big losers. So I just want to congratulate uh, Mark Minervini. He did a great job. And uh, I'm going to post the complete list of all of these trades that you guys, if you want to study them, which I recommend that you do. Uh, there's about 22 trades on here, and we covered uh, the first half of the year. There's still quite a few more to look. 
Most of them were very similar in the in the way he traded. He really only has one setup, and he only traded twice a month, less than that. No, yeah, a little less than that. So the the moral of the story is cut your losers short, get a really solid setup that works. And in this case, he was buying strength. Money management was critical. And just be patient on your entries. This type of trading is really powerful. And uh, there's a lot we can learn from here. So hope that this was helpful. You can apply these lessons to currencies. You can apply them to crypto. You can apply them to futures. Whatever it is you're trading, you can trade one setup and trade it just like this. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the How to Trade It podcast. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.